Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, a presentation of Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades, culminated his ministry with a 21-year book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called Life Study. This Life Study is the basis for our program today and includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's program. There are many ways to study the Bible. We may study it from a historical perspective, or from a theological, doctrinal perspective. Or we may study it as a book of moral precepts and as a pattern for our living. And surely, the Bible is a book of truth. But preeminently, the Bible is also a book of life. I have come that you might have life, the Lord Jesus said in John And also in John, he said, the words that I speak are spirit and are life. In 1974, at the age of 69, Witness Lee, who labored side by side with Watchman Nee for nearly 20 years in China, undertook perhaps the most ambitious work of his life, and that is to do a thorough, comprehensive study and exposition of every page of the Bible from the perspective of the dispensing of the divine life. By the Lord's mercy and grace, he finished that work at the age of 90 in 1995. It has been our privilege to bring you all of these messages in this one-half-hour radio format. And here joining us for our next-to-the-last life study, the last one we have a spoken message of Witness Lee, Bill Lawson. And Bill, I think it's appropriate that you're here. Of course, uh, I've known you for many years, but uh, maybe our listeners don't know your involvement, not only in terms of ministry, and they know you travel some, we've talked about that, but you're also uh, very uh, much involved in the history and the archiving of the history of this ministry and the work of these two uh, servants of the Lord, Watchman and Witness Lee. So we're going to talk some about that history today, aren't we? And I think it's good that you're here, Bill. Yeah, Chris, I'm glad you mentioned the historical perspective of the work of Brother Watchman and Brother Witness Lee, especially Brother Lee's ambitious desire, and he finished it, to open up the Bible page by page, which Bible teachers for centuries have tried to do. But his perspective is one of the divine life, the dispensing of the divine life, not just to open up parables, teachings, doctrines, but to get into the intrinsic matters of the divine revelation and touch it from the aspect of the divine life. And even Brother Lee told us, he said, his burden is to reveal to us that every life study that he has released has what he called a factor of life in it. In other words, there's something in it. When you get into it, the life supply is ministered to you, and that, I would say, is unprecedented in the history of the church. You know, this particular work, Bill, of course, most of our listeners don't have the benefit that you and I do of being able to see it arrayed on a bookshelf, both in hardbound and or, you know, in the soft covers, the volumes that we uh, we talk about usually on the radio program. But I don't know of any other study of any kind from whatever perspective of the Bible is as comprehensive. And I think in one of the messages I remember him talking about, he'd gone back and looked even at Calvin and Wesley and some of these other great servants of the Lord over the centuries 
none of them really had the opportunity, the necessary amount of time to do a complete opening up of the entire scripture. This is really a unique work, isn't it? It is. Chris, you know, when Brother Lee first began his ministry in this country, the United States, in 1962, December, of course, he opened up those messages on the all-inclusive Christ. Then from for a number of years, from 62 to 74, he gave various conferences around the United States on various Bible topics. But not until 1974 did he realize we need a consecutive, regular, going through through each book of the Bible in a way to bring out the life factor of the revelation in each book. So he began that in December of 1974 with Romans. Right. Then, of course, you know, in 1975, he opened up John, and he also opened up the book of the Hebrews, 1976, Revelation, 1977, right. Matthew, 1978, uh, Ephesians, 1979 was Galatians and Colossians, and in 81 was the Timothys and, and Corinthians, and, and 83 was uh, James and Mark, and, and first, second, third John, and 84, eventually he finished with the book of Acts. So these things probably, you could say, have been wrought into our being. So some of us had a real privilege to be there all the way from 74 to 1984 when he opened up the New Testament in, right. in life studies. Then, of course, he felt burdened to go in to give kind of like a summary of the entire New Testament, which he called the conclusion of the New Testament, three trainings, probably about maybe 90 messages. Then he went into the Old Testament, and this is what we are concluding today. He finished up Song of Songs in July of 1995 in a life study way. Well, Bill, we've got two portions of Witness Lee to uh, cover today. The first one will be the last one of actual ministry from this book, Song of Songs. Then the second portion, I think, is a real treat. Witness Lee will reflect back on the history of his work with Watchman Nee, how the burden for such a study was even imparted into his being and the relationship that the two, these two men had, how it played into the ultimate work of concluding the life study. So let's go back to chapter 7 in Song of Songs. Come, my beloved, let us go forth into the fields. Let us lodge in the villages. Let us rise up early. For the vineyards. Let us see if the vine has budded, if the blossom is open, if the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my love. The mandrakes give forth fragrance, and over our doors all our choice fruits, new as well as old. These, my beloved, I have stored up for you. Of course, this is the Lord speaking to his lover now in the advanced stage. He has become mature and mature enough to be able to join him in his work. Uh, this is a very, very, I think, uh, profound and appropriate portion to conclude the life study with. Here's Witness Lee. In this message on chapter 7, the main thing the Song of Songs shows us to work with the Lord needs your maturity. Our qualification to work with the Lord is our matured life. Here, the Spirit refused all the virtues of this lover. Virtues are signs of the mature life. The more you mature, the more you have virtues. The love of Christ should reach the maturity in life through the skillful transformation work of God the Spirit. Number one. Number two, you must be one with the Lord. He is Solomon, and you must be Sulamite. 
Paul says, to me, to live is Christ. Paul lived Christ. Paul is real Sulamite. Solomon wrote this short book telling us quite much about one country girl who became lover of Solomon. Eventually, she became Sulamite. He became Solomon. The eternal one. This indicates the New Jerusalem. What the New Jerusalem? The New Jerusalem is the redeeming God, and He redeemed all become one. The redeeming God is Solomon. The redeemed people is Sulamite. They all become one. What is the New Jerusalem? The New Jerusalem is just a mingling of divinity and humanity. Mingled together to express the process consummated triune God in human virtue. Number three. Ah, you could see Solomon has a great work. Many, many vineyards. This is a kind of indication that our work with the Lord must be for the body. The three things, life, immaturity, one with the Lord, and work to build up the body of Christ. This is today's way for us to work with the Lord. Bill, there's three wonderful points here related to our ultimate service and work for the Lord, with the Lord. Initially, this chapter, chapter 7, begins with a very detailed praising of his maidens, all of her beauty, all of her virtues, which really indicates she has achieved a level of maturity now in her development, right, spiritually. That's right, Chris. As Brother Lee said, he didn't say to work for the Lord. He said sharing in the work of the Lord. That means the work is of the Lord. He began it. He is the one that is working it out. And many times we use our natural effort and natural strength to try to work it out. But we have to realize to share in the Lord's work, we must be just as mature as the Lord is. And, of course, in our natural life, that's just absolutely impossible. So we have to be, through a long process of transformation from our being redeemed at the beginning of chapter 1, we're regenerated, we begin to love the Lord, follow the Lord, we uh, get into the a church life where we begin to be transformed in our nature, then eventually we go through a long, lifelong process of transformation. Then that qualifies us to share in the work of the Lord. Okay, let's go to this middle point, uh, this matter of oneness with him. Uh, We must be one with him in the most organic sense here if we're going to be qualified for a share of the work of the Lord. Solomon, of course, is the king in this love story. And this country girl, this country maiden, starts out just as that, a country maiden. But eventually she becomes known as Shulamite. And this relationship between Solomon and Shulamite, even the names, is significant, isn't it, as to what it's portraying here? Right. With Solomon, three syllables, right? Solomon, right? And then with Shulamite, is the same thing, Shulamite, showing poetically 
that the Shulamite is just Solomon corporately. She's the same as he is because through her long Christian experience and enjoyment of the Lord, she is one with the Lord in the divine life. She has the divine life. He, of course, has the divine life. Then deeper than that, she partakes of the Lord's divine nature, as what Peter talks about in his epistle, right, to match the Lord's divine nature. Then deeper than that, even uh, as a person, they are, you might want to use Brother Lee's term, incorporated into one. So in life, in nature, in person, even in expression, she is absolutely one with him, saturated with him, expressing him in every way. So even in the Hebrew language, the name Shulamite is the feminine form of Solomon, the male. And we are known as Christians. We are of Christ. We even take on his name. We don't have any other name, do we, ultimately, Bill? That's right. Even the word Christian is from the Greek Christianos. Ianos is the suffix, which means a follower of or uh, an adherent of Christ. So even in the early days, uh, they were called Christians. That means these were ones not just following him you know, outwardly, objectively, but they were uh, sharing with his life, right, sharing in his Mm. nature. They were mingled with him. They were expressing him in his image. So we have that kind of subjective relationship with Christ. This last point, I wish we had more time. It's worth the whole message, I think, this matter of the labor is related to his many, many vineyards, which we saw in chapter 7, verse 12 there. Bill, what did the vineyards imply related to our work Chris, when I think of that, I think back in 1972 in an informal training that Brother Lee had with us in Los Angeles. He talked about this at the end of Song of Songs about the vineyard, showing that we, even though we've reached such a high point of maturity, we need to realize we need to go out, you know, like even in Matthew 28, to go yeah, forth, right, right. you know, disciple the nations. That means we need to be instrumental in working with the Lord so that he wants to scatter and spread the truth of all the divine truths, preach the gospel, minister the divine life to all the people on the whole earth. And for that, we need to go forth. We can't just be satisfied to be saturated with the Lord. We need to go forth in the vineyards. And the vineyards here just refer to the different churches in the different cities where we should labor in and also have the realization that whether we're in one place or another place, this group or that group, we're doing the same work. We're doing the same one work to build up the Lord's organic body so the Lord can gain a Shulamite. So Solomon can have a corporate Shulamite. So the work must be characterized by the body of Christ as the ultimate result and beneficiary of all of the labor. If it's really of the Lord, if it's really a co-laboring with the Lord in his work, it will be focused on and for the building up of the body and never just an individual name. That's right. The Lord wants a built-up body on the whole earth, and when we labor together with him, we build up this organic body, which the New Testament calls the body of Christ. All right, Bill, let's go to this final segment. Uh, There are no verses to set it up. It's just witnessly reflecting, uh, speaking back in terms of his relationship uh, with Watchman Nee and how this work of the life study was really born. Tonight will be the last message of a completed, interpreted Bible. Tonight we'll finish it. Why I did this? Listen, I was with Brother Nee. You don't know how much help he rendered me. I could never forget him for eternity. He only two years older than I. 
and uh, I respected him as my father. In 1934, he got married, but then he was 32 already, and I was 30. Then he said, "Okay, you must get Brother Lee to be my best man." I said, "I'm not worthy. I'm more than willing." So. He is not my father. He is my good friend, taking me as his best man. By this, you could see our contact very close. We didn't have so much work today that occupied us in full time. So quite often, quite often, quite often, we two sat together. The Lord knows, for 18 years contact, we never joked, we never talked lightly. Always, we talk things concerning Christ. So he perfected me, telling me all the histories of Christianity and all the spiritual stories of the spiritual giant speakers. Also, Maya, she opened to me the Bible. Here's the story. That was the end of 1933. I was there. He's at home. She said, "Witness, which book do you read?" I said, "Colossians." But she said, "That's a good book because it is related to the Acts." That shocked me. I, I never could dream Colossians is related to Acts. So she went on to tell me. Acts shows us the ascended Christ. That's right. I knew that. Then Acts didn't tell us in detail who is this ascended Christ. It is in Colossians. Colossians is a book on Christ. That I know, but I didn't see that Colossians shows us Christ. Firstly, is the God allotted person to us. Secondly, he's the firstborn of all creation, and he's the firstborn in resurrection. And he this, that, this, that, this, that. Too, too many items. That homage. I just show you how she helped me. Okay, from my contact with him, direct contact, close to twenty years. I shouldn't know what is on his heart. He likes to expand entire Bible. He likes to spread the church life throughout the mainland China, and uh, he likes to carry out a special burden on the、uh, spiritual principles of the spiritual life. So I got to know what is on his heart. He spoke much. Then he went into prison from 1952. For twenty years there, until death, nineteen seventy-two. That was then of his ministry. So I had a burden to put out the interpreted Bible, basically according to Brother Nee. But it is a continuation of all the best studies of the Bible through the nineteen centuries. Right, the notes. That is a kind of collective work. Firstly, collected by Brother Nee, 
Then I add the collection. After I worked in this country for 12 years, from 62 to 72, I decided to have the life study training twice a year to cover the entire Bible, 66 books. But then I was 70 already. I don't know how much I could finish. But hallelujah. Today is the 22nd year the Lord has brought us through to finish this study. I'm so happy that today on this earth there is a Bible fully interpreted from the first page to the last page. So I intended to do this and the Lord did it. Boy, Bill, what a story. They labored together those uh, 18 years, 1932 until 1950, roughly, when Watchman Nee was uh, put in prison. Right. They were never reunited. Right. Yet we have to say here, sitting back, looking through the lens of time backwards, the work accomplished by these two men was really just one work, wasn't it? This was not two separate ministries in a sense. Right, Chris, because Brother Lee there, he mentioned the word continuation. Yeah. He didn't start his own separate ministry after he received all that help and light and revelation from Brother Watchman Nee. He realized what he was doing was continuing what Brother Nee saw. He was standing on the shoulders of Brother Watchman, and this is a real glory to the Lord because it's so easy for us to think that we have something original. Now we're going to have our own ministry. But Brother Lee did not take that way. He took the way of continuing what the Lord had already laid as a foundation with Brother Nee. Of course, we've talked before, I think, briefly on a few occasions, even this was also a Watchman Nee's view. He had those early years in his work, in his life, when he was ill and uh, very much bedridden. And all that time, all he could basically do was read, which he did voraciously. You know, I mean, he read all the great uh, commentaries, all the great biographies, and he really felt what he had gained from the Lord was very much in the same principle of standing on the shoulders of all the ones that had gone before. Right. And now this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get this divine life infusion from what Brother Nee and Brother Lee saw, that we could also be their continuation. Uh, Bill, you know, there's been, um, over the years, a fair amount of misunderstanding, I would say it's fair to say, related to how this relationship between these two men is spoken of. But we heard his testimony. He was there with Brother Nee, 1934, his best man. They spent all these years together, never frivolously, never lightly, but in a very much devoted way to the work that they felt the Lord had called them to. A couple of years ago, we came into contact with a man who was with Watchman Nee in prison for the last seven years prior to his uh, martyrdom. And he testified of Watchman Nee's word to him that if you get out, I want you to find one man, witness Lee, because if you find him, you found me. So this uh, reinforced very much this understanding that, that is so clear to us now. This was really one man continuing the work of the Lord that had been begun and initiated by his uh, mentor, his uh, spiritual father. That's true, Chris. It's beyond our imagination how anyone could say that these two ones were different or the one uh, deviated or one does not follow the other. These two brothers the Lord put together in the 20th century 
at the beginning, 1903, with Brother Nee. Then at the end of the 20th century, with uh, Brother Lee passing away in 1997. At two ends of a century, the Lord raised up these two brothers, absolutely one, same vision, same revelation. So this is a real mercy that we were able to have been able to be under this ministry all these years. Bill, I've really enjoyed the time you and I have uh, been able to spend together recording programs. We'll have more days ahead. Right. It's a joy to be a part of this uh, radio broadcast, Chris. We'd like to invite you to contact us, as we always do. You can still get the printed messages for Song of Songs, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. That's one volume. Or to find out about the other things we have available, call us toll-free 1-888-LIFE-STUDY, 888-543-3788. For Bill Lawson, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening today. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. The focus of Living Stream is the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China in the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Witness Lee brought this ministry first to Taiwan, then later to North America, and eventually to the entire world. For more than 20 years, he spoke these life study messages, unveiling how each book of the Bible shows God's eternal plan. God, through Christ, wants to dispense his life and nature into redeemed man so that man would become God's expression, enlargement, counterpart, and habitation. These studies go far beyond mere doctrine and unveil a personal, practical, and experiential Christ. In these short 26-minute programs, we summarize and condense Witness Lee's rich speaking. But to enjoy all the riches in these messages, we hope you'll visit our website at lifestudy.com. There, you can read all of the Life Study messages absolutely free of charge. You can even create your own Life Study reading schedule or download more Life Study audio programs just like this one, and all at no cost. Again, the website, lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening.